Well, hello everybody, and welcome to our special family episode of the Heaven Podcast. I am here with Grace. Hello. Hey Grace, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am very well. I'm excited about having this conversation, and we hope that you're excited, whoever you're with today, to talk a little bit about heaven. But I've got a question for everybody first. Let me ask you, how do you feel when something you love ends? How do you feel, Grace? Oh, uh, I feel pretty sad. Sometimes the anticipation of something ending before it's even begun is a tricky thing. Yeah. Have you ever had a time where you were like really enjoying something so much that you didn't want it to end? Um, Yes. Lots of times. I can think of one particular time. I used to absolutely love coming to church as a child and I grew up here at Andover Baptist Church. And so one day I decided it would be a good idea instead of at the end of church going home with my family that I would hide so that church didn't have to end. And so I did that um, under a table and little did I know that the whole of the rest of the church was looking for me and when I was found I was in quite a bit of trouble Uh Uh um so yeah I do remember that feeling and also I remember the feeling of like being at a friend's house for a play date and not wanting to go and like being sad Mm. how about you so I can definitely remember when we used to go on holidays as a family and realizing that it was like the last day of the holiday and thinking oh we haven't had enough time there's so many more things I wanted to do and feeling a bit sad about the holiday coming to an end so we want to know what are the things that you have loved so much that you didn't want them to come to an end so was it a play date was it a party was it a holiday you can talk about it with whoever you're listening to this podcast with So we're going to play some music. You talk about this question. When have you loved doing something so much you haven't wanted it to end? And if you run out of time to have this conversation, you can pause the podcast. enjoyed the chance to chat together and hear different people's thoughts and opinions we are going to have lots of opportunity during this podcast to take a break to pause the podcast and uh, chat about what we are thinking about some different things we've been talking about and if you'd like to share those things with us you can do that by uh, dming our social media pages at ABC Kids and Youth or on our Andover Baptist Church socials. And we'd just love to hear the discussions you've been having all about heaven. Mm, Yeah. So we all have things that we love so much that we want them to last forever, right? And, you know, that reminds me of two things. The first thing it reminds me of is how we love people so much and the people we love so much, we don't ever want to be apart from them. We want to stay with them forever we want to be with them always and it also reminds me of something that Jesus said about life and about wanting to be with one another forever and also what he said about death 
So today we are going to look at a story from Jesus's life. So let me paint you a picture. Jesus is hanging out with some of his really close friends. And Jesus had some friends who he spent all his time with who followed him around. And he also had some friends who he would go and visit regularly as often as he could, who didn't follow him around, but still loved him and loved all the things he talked about. And some of these friends who didn't follow him, but who were really close to him, were called Mary, Martha and Lazarus. And Mary, Martha and Lazarus were siblings. They were brothers and sisters. But one day, Mary and Martha sent news to Jesus that Lazarus was really sick and that Lazarus, they thought, was going to die. And they sent this news to Jesus to say, Jesus, will you come and help us to take care of our brother? And will you do something miraculous to save our brother? And Jesus gets this news, but he doesn't go straight away. And we're going to pick up the story now, a few days later, when Jesus arrives to see Mary, Martha and Lazarus. Grace is going to tell us what happened next. Amazing. So the story comes from the book of John and it's John chapter 11. And we're going to start at verse 17. So you'll find that in the New Testament part of the Bible. It's John 11 and we're going to start at verse 17. When Jesus arrived, he learned that Lazarus had already been dead and in the tomb for four days. Bethany was about two miles from Jerusalem. Many of the Jews had come there to comfort Martha and Mary about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you anything that you ask. Jesus said, your brother will rise and live again. Martha answered, I know that he will rise and live again in the resurrection on the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will will have life even if they die. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Martha... Do you believe this? Martha answered, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. After Martha said this, she went back and talked to her sister Mary alone. Martha said, The teacher is here and he's asking after you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to Jesus. Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was still at a place where Martha had met him. The Jews were with Mary in the house comforting her. And when they saw her stand and leave quickly, they followed her, thinking she was going to the tomb to cry there. But Mary went to the place where Jesus was. And when she saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw Mary crying and the Jews who came with her also crying, he was upset and was deeply troubled. He asked, where did you bury him? Come and see, Lord, they said. Jesus cried. So the Jews said how much he loved him. But some of them said, if Jesus opened the eyes of a blind man, why couldn't he keep Lazarus from dying? Again, feeling very upset, Jesus came to the tomb. It was a cave with a large stone covering its entrance. And Jesus said, move the stone away. 
Martha, the sister of the dead man, said, But Lord, it's been four days since he died, and there will be a bad smell. Then Jesus said to her, Didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they moved the stone away from the entrance. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said these things because the pe- because of the people here around me. I want them to believe that you sent me. After Jesus said this, he cried out in a, la- in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with pieces of cloth and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, Take off the cloth and let him go. Wow. So shall we recap what's just happened? Go for it. So Jesus arrives in Bethany. That's where Mary, Martha and Lazarus lived. And he's travelled from Jerusalem. But when he gets there, everybody feels like it's too late. Lazarus has already died. And Mary and Martha, they're really upset, aren't they? They are. They're very upset. And they also... Um, mention if you'd have been here then this wouldn't have happened like so they're feeling um kind of cross yeah yeah and we all have times where we feel like that don't we where we think well if god was watching and if god was around when that had happened it wouldn't have happened like god would have done something about it but then jesus is going to do something to show them that he really does care right But before that happens, what's quite amazing is that we see that Jesus is really, really upset too about the fact that Lazarus, his friend, is dead. Yeah, it's it's amazing, isn't it, to to think about it in that way. Like, Jesus already knew what he was about to do. But even with that in mind, he was still really sad that Lazarus had died. Like, there's moments in our lives where we know where something good is coming but there's something sad in the moment and it doesn't stop us from feeling sad or being sad about that thing, even though we know um, that something good is coming at the end of it. It's a bit like having to do something tricky, but knowing there'll be a treat at the end. It doesn't mean it's not hard when you Mm. do that tricky thing. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And because Jesus cried in this story and we see this, we can know that it's right to feel sad and to cry and to be upset when people we love leave, when we have to say goodbye to people who we love being around. And we can know that that's actually a feeling that Jesus shares with us, that he feels unhappy about the things that make us unhappy too. Yep, it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. But Jesus isn't just upset about it, he actually does something about it. So what happened at the end of the story, Grace? So at the end of the story, Jesus um, rolls, gets that stone rolled away and he calls out for um, Lazarus to come out of the tomb. And I love the like words that they use to describe it. It says, the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with pieces of cloth and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to him, to them take off the cloth and let him go mm. that's very dramatic it isn't is it? dramatic yes yeah um so yeah so jesus brought lazarus back from the dead and are there any other stories we can think of where some of this stuff happens like the tomb being rolled away 
and grave clothes mm, being us of, left Becky? to one side. <laughs> Who's mm. shouting at the podcast right now going, I know a story like this one. Yeah, yeah. It's like a picture before it's even happened of the fact that Jesus has this power over death because one day he's going to come out of a tomb and uh, no one... back from life. Exactly. Without anyone even standing outside and shouting, Jesus, come out, he's just going to do it. So, and that's a that's a great discussion for another day on a podcast about how Jesus uses things before his death and resurrection happened yeah. as like a picture. Yeah. So not only does Jesus love his friends so much that he wants to bring him back to life, mm. this was a whole bigger thing yeah. um, about kind of uh, showing people what was going to happen in Jesus's future. Yeah. yeah. So. This doesn't happen all the time nowadays. <laughs> we don't see many people walking up out of graves in dressed as mummies. That would be a bit <laughs> scary. But um, there is a bit at the end of this story that I think we can definitely learn from and take loads of hope and encouragement from. And that's the interaction that Jesus has at the end with Martha, Lazarus's sister. So let's just read that last bit again. So Jesus says to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will have life even if they die. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Martha, do you believe this? And Martha answered, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God, the one coming to the world. Mm. Wow, there's lots in there, isn't there? There is. Shall we ask some questions about that passage for people to discuss? I think that's a great idea. So, um, as Becky said before, you can, we're going to play some music and you can um, have a go at answering the questions I'm about to ask or you can pause the podcast. So, we've split these questions up into uh, three categories and we'll let you decide for yourself whether you are a Litterly, a Middly or an Oldie. Oh, what constitute those, Becky? Here we go. So if you're a a Litterly or you've got Litterlies in your family, you might want to ask the question, what do you think it means to live forever? And what might that be like? If you are a Middly, you might want to answer the question, what did Jesus say we can do to live forever? And do you believe what Jesus said? And if you're an oldie, how do you think Martha's life was different after this encounter with Jesus? Mm. Let's read the passage one more time so you can remember as you answer the questions. You can see these questions in the podcast description below. So Jesus says to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will have life even if they die. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Martha, do you believe this? And Martha answered, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming to the world.
Okay. Well, we hope you had a good conversation, an interesting conversation. Again, we'd love to know the sorts of things you've been talking about. If you want to send a direct message into the ABC Kids social media profiles, that would be really cool. But Grace, why don't you wrap up for us? um, What was really going on in that conversation between Jesus and Martha? And what's the thing that we want to stick in our minds as we go forward? Yeah, so it's all a bit confusing sometimes when we read passages like this because there's lots of different things going on but that bit that we were just discussing now where Jesus says I am the resurrection and the life whoever believes in me though they may die will live forever so what Jesus is saying is that he is the person who has power over death he is the person in bringing Lazarus back to life he showed that um he is more Jesus is more powerful than death and he is saying whoever believes in me whoever chooses to be my friend although we might die that we will live forever but he goes on he doesn't just stop there he goes on to give Martha an invitation Becky do you want to speak a little bit about that by Jesus saying to Martha Martha look I've got the I've got power over life and over death I can bring people back to life and then he asks her a question and Jesus does this loads he asks people questions not because he needs to know the answer but because he wants to give people an opportunity to respond to him and so he says to Martha Martha do you believe this do you believe that I have power to do something even about death and it's an invitation to say Martha Do you want to believe in me? Do you want to trust in me? And do you want to believe that with me as your friend, you will always be able to be with me? And that is an invitation, really, that Jesus extends to all of us. Do you want to be my friend? And if you want to be my friend, then I will make sure that you can stay with me forever. And what's so cool is that's an invitation that Jesus didn't just give to the friends that he hung out with when he was on earth, but that he said, I want you to give that invitation to the whole world to make friends with me, to invite me to be your friend. And I'm going to make sure that anybody who wants to be my friend can be with me forever in heaven. And it's going to be a pretty cool party. Loads of people can be invited to. That will never end. That will never end. And I guess that's what we're talking about now in talking about heaven and why we chose that story of Lazarus is because that is exactly what Jesus is pointing to. So when we think about heaven, sometimes we kind of think of it as um, this other place and we think about what it might look like and what it might be like. But the most important thing is that we will be there forever with Jesus and Jesus invites us to say yes to his invitation. Mm. That's right, that's right. And that means that we can also start living in the light of that invitation today. So we can say yes to being friends with Jesus today and he wants to hang out with us in our lives now and also in life forever with him. Exactly, just like he did with Lazarus. So Jesus wasn't just interested in what happened to Lazarus after he died. Mm. He hung out with him and he spent time with him every day. And the reason Jesus was sad when Lazarus had died is because he knew him and he he was friends with him. 
And Jesus wants to be friends with us too. Not just for, you know, after we die, but for now in our everyday. And he's interested in the things that make us happy and the things that make us sad too. And as Becky's already said, he's interested in that for our friends too and wants us to invite our friends to be friends with Jesus too. That's right. And if you don't know how to do that or you're uh, listening to this and thinking, that's really exciting, I want that to be part of my life and uh, you don't know what to do next, we would love to have that conversation with you. So if you come to any of our events, you often see our children and youth team in our in their orange t-shirts and if you ask any of us we would be more than happy to um talk to you about um that invitation that jesus gives us grace i like stories like this and i also like other stories that are written more recently that can help us think about some of this stuff so do you have any other things that we could read or stories we can listen to that might help us think more about heaven and about Jesus and the difference he makes. I do indeed. And I am going to say lots of words that the grown-ups who are listening to this podcast probably are going to furiously try to scribble down. But please do not worry. We will have the names of all the books and the authors in the podcast notes so that you can um, go and find some of these books if you are interested. But prick up your ears because there are some very exciting books that I'm about to mention. The first two are perhaps for a younger reader, so probably eight and below. And the first one is called The Awesome Super Fantastic Forever Party. Try and say that three times really, really Mm -hmm. fast. And it's written by Joni Erickson Tada, and it's about exactly what we've been speaking about today, Um, all about this super awesome fantastic forever party that never ever ends and how jesus gives us an invitation to that and how we can invite others the next book is a book called tapestry by bob hartman and this is a specifically a really good book if you have had um a recent bereavement in your family it walks through uh, the feelings that might you might have around that and it also talks about what will happen one day when there will be a new heaven and a new earth (gasps) that's a podcast for another day (laughs) um but what that might mean and it helps children to really understand that concept both of those are particularly family favorites in my house um the next two books are probably for 10 plus so kind of the end of primary school and um secondary school One is called What Happens When We Die by Chris Morphew, and that is a book based around questions to do with um, heaven and what heaven will be like. It's a very question and answer based book. And the next one is one that we have mentioned quite a few times around Andover Baptist Church, and it's by Lee Strobel, and it's called The Case for Heaven for Young Readers. And that is kind of a very evidence based look at what heaven might be like. Brilliant. I have really enjoyed talking to you about this, Grace. And Me too. I really hope other people have enjoyed listening to this and talking about this in their families. And do you know, there's, I think there's four things I'm going to take away from today. The first is that Jesus cried when his friend died, and that means that it's right and proper and okay for us to feel upset and to cry and to talk about how we feel when people we love are no longer with us. 
The next one is that Jesus is in control, even when things seem really sad and really desperate, and that he actually is stronger than death. He actually has, he can do something about even death itself. Then that Jesus wants his friends to hang out with him forever, and that he actually invites us to do that. And that that's an invitation that we can share with other people, that we can start having Jesus as our friend and life forever from today. Amazing. So we'll play some twiddly music out of this episode and you might want to talk about some final thoughts that you have as you reflect on all the things we've talked about today. But thank you so much for listening. And we'd also love to say, if you have any other ideas for podcasts as a family that you would find helpful for us to talk about, also send us a DM because we'd love to do more of these, Becky. Yes, absolutely. Let's do that. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.